We will start off in studio as local superstar Bad Blake Davis joins us in studio as he is going to be headlining his own card coming up next Friday live from the Sport of Kings Theater at Gulfstream Park. Blake, thanks for the time, man. Really appreciate you coming in. Yeah, thank you. It's good to finally do this. So this is interesting that you guys are doing this at, uh, at Gulfstream Park. Uh, this is kind of under your own banner. And uh, one of the things that's that's been very noticeable early going in your boxing career is you pack the house, man. Like this is this has been very noticeable anytime we've seen you at the Hard Rock or whatnot. Uh, that you you bring yourself a, a big time crowd, and so doing something kind of under your own banner was this something that uh, that you want to do, knew, knowing that uh, you could kind of center the show around yourself and and put a lot of uh, people up uh, uplift a lot of people locally that that could come watch you as well. Well, yeah, you know, obviously you've been to some of my fights. Um, the support I received has been incredible. Um, you know, my last fight, the Hard Rock, I sold thirty grand in tickets. So, you know, I just figured I want to do things the right way and saw a business opportunity and decided to open my own promotion. So, you know, now we're having the first show that Goldstream has had in the Sport of Kings Theater. And we're looking to just blow things up, be the good guys in boxing and just do things the right way. What, what do you think has been the secret sauce to, to your early popularity, man? You're 4-0, a couple of knockouts. So this is, this is early going in your boxing career, but why, why have you captivated the South Florida audience so fast, so early in your boxing career? Well, I've always been an athlete. Uh, I was born and raised in Cooper City, Florida. I've lived in the same house my whole life. So obviously I've generated some following and friends and family friends. My family's very popular. Uh, you know, my dad owns a company, J&J Davis Plumbing. They've been around for 40 years. So, you know, we're um, it's just a small town and everyone knows each other. And I've just developed a good name and I'm very honest, uh, transparent person. And people just want to support me. So, you know... When I decided to turn pro, you know, I I advertised as much as I could on Facebook and Instagram, and it was just unbelievable, the support and the ticket money that was coming in, the people that were coming, and pe my friends were coming, my friends' friends were coming, family friends, and, you know, it just turned out to be, uh, like, a, a huge a huge thing, you know, and... Yeah, what is the, what has this first year been like, turning pro, 4-0, uh, you, you had a very active year, um, did it? I mean, obviously you got you got all the wins, so I'm sure it's 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 gone all according to plan. But has it has it all has everything kind of come to fruition as you thought it would that first year? Yeah, I mean, you know, we obviously wanted to be active that first year, considering you know get our first couple fights in. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's just been, you know, we we were very active, and you know, once I started bringing all these people, I just saw a business opportunity, and then you know, I got some good people around me, and people that are willing to back me up. So I decided to open my own promotions and here we go. We're kickstarting bad promotions. And, and so that, and so that's, that's a really cool thing. So your own, your own promotion better. Was this something that, um, you know, people swayed you up against because they wanted you to just focus on, on the fighting or did they think like this is the right move because they knew uh, of, of the early popularity? Well, you know, I have two partners, Jesse Robinson and Johnny Farache. Um, Jesse Robinson was actually the one that was, kind of the biggest one behind the idea of opening my own promotions. Yeah. And, um, you know, I just decided to go for it, and here we are. So, you know, it's just hopefully, you know, tickets are almost completely sold out already. We still have a couple tables and sofas for sale, which you could just reserve. If anyone's listening in, you can just go ahead and tune into badpromotions.com and just reserve a table or sofa there. But, yeah, you know, we're just – um. Obviously, the main goal is to focus on fighting, which is why I have support 
people, partners, and people around me to take over the promotional part. But, um, yeah, it's just um, we're going to see how it goes. Uh, Jesse Robinson, a friend of the program, we've had you on many times. Jesse, what did you see in Blake, and why did you you steer him in the? What did you see from him from a boxing talent standpoint, and then what made you steer him in that direction of wanting to make that decision of of doing an own promotional thing? Oh, I go back with uh, Blake at the amateur fights at the um, the gym. You know, uh, the heavyweight factory. He did the Golden Gloves there. Yeah, and he just uh, looked spectacular. And uh, he's looked like, uh, I, I think, uh, Tommy Hearns every time I see him. He got a big right hand, got a great jab, and he got the physical attributes. 6'5", uh, 175 pounds, a dream fighter. So we're looking at the uh, future plan of making this, this guy a superstar. You know, this kid is uh, selling tickets like popcorn, popping up, <laughs> pop, 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 you know. And, hey, it's, it's what the people want to see. I mean, you you have to build a local celebrity. Yeah, this kid is a local celebrity. He has the talent, he has the ability, and he put a get put together a great team. Me, and Johnny, and Blade are doing some big things, and this show is just about sold out. And John, so, what is, what is uh under the under the guys are putting this card together? What did uh, what were you looking for, and and what do you think people can expect on the on show night? Well, you know, that's one of the things that we want to, you know, boxing is first and foremost, but it's also entertainment, too. So we want it to feel like a, a very entertaining boxing event. When you go right when you walk into the event, you're going to know right away it's, it's going to be an elegant event. The theater is beautiful. Um, we have some pretty cool entertainment things and we have an old school video arcade off to the side. That's you know, cool. for, Yeah, we have um, uh, a nine foot robot that's going to be shooting CO2 smoke for the fighters when they come walking out we got some really cool things that's really going to make the the night memorable but then the boxing is what's really going to put it over the top because we really got some great matches set up you know the, the other fights that are on the card are great too Blake what uh what, what, when did you know you wanted to do this uh you know when did you know you were good at fighting what you know what kind of led you down that path and then when did you know you were going to be good enough to try and make a living out of it well I never even started boxing until I was 18 years old I was 18 when I first stepped into a boxing gym. I was always an athlete. I wanted to play basketball or football or baseball. You know, I was just played all sports growing up. And my sophomore year in high school, I actually fractured my spine playing football. Jeez. Um, and doctors told me that I would probably never play sports again. So about a year into the recovery, I was at a house party and I actually ended up getting jumped. Um, by a bunch of older guys. There's about 10 of them. They beat me up real bad. They, they jumped me inside. Then when we went outside, they jumped me outside. Then I r- ran through the house, went to the Hummer, where how we got there. Yeah. And they actually came out and dragged me out the Hummer, too. Jeez. And I decided that, um, you know, I was going to recover myself because I still had the brace on and stuff. So it took me about... So this was after the spinal injury. Exactly. I was still in the brace, but I took the brace off to go to the house party. And um, so, you know, my plan was to heal my back, and I did. I settled down, I healed my back, and I was going to get into a boxing gym and learn how to defend myself and get back everybody that, you know, that had jumped me. So I went into a boxing gym, and I was consistent. I was in there training every single day, just reliving that moment over and over. And eventually the guy, Javier Centino, that I was, uh, that was his boxing gym, yeah. He said, you know, you should maybe compete. And I was like, okay. So I was in there every day for for months, you know, just training hard, hard, hard. And it was actually Jeff Ports invited me to go and fight in 
the Ringside World Championships in Kansas City. So Jeff Ports took me over there for my first tournament, and the first round of my first amateur fight, I dropped a guy in the first round. I ended up winning the whole tournament. I fought four days in a row, and I won my first Ringside World Championships tournament that's as my first got. tournament. Yeah, that's how actually how I met Johnny Farace. And um, from there on, it was just, you know, climbing the ladder. Eventually, I made it to the Olympic team with 17 amateur fights. That's bananas. I was ranked number one in the country as a heavyweight. I fought heavyweight as an amateur. And um, I competed in Germany, in Germany in the Chemistry Cup. I lost my fight there. I came back home. I had a broken hand. So, um, you know, I had to heal my hand, took some time off, started golfing. Then I got that, that fight bug again, decided to come back, competed in a couple amateur fights, and I said, you know what, it's time to take this headgear off and these big gloves, and I have a lot of power, so we want to start utilizing my power. And we said it's time to strap up and put them pro gloves on, and March 1st, I came out booming. Yeah, you absolutely did. Was there anybody Was there anybody who was a, a, a particular inspiration, like, family-wise? Like, did, did your family want you to fight? Because I know that's always an interesting nah, conversation. They, they didn't want me to fight, you know. Uh, my parents love me. They care about me. So they were always trying to get me out of it. But even when I was on the Olympic team, they still, you know, they still didn't think it was a good thing for me. You know, I think they really realized that this was something real once, um, once I turned pro and they saw all the Bad Davis shirts at the Hard Rock, and they just saw the the movement that I'm building. So here they are backing me up. My dad's the financial backing of this whole promotions. So you know they're definitely on board supporting me. You uh you 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 wear pink in the in the in the ring, and I noticed that you guys have the the breast cancer ribbon. Uh, is there a, a family tie there? Is there a reason behind that? Yeah, my mother a couple years ago uh, was diagnosed with breast cancer, and she's had a real rough time with it. She's had close to 10 surgeries um so you know it was just breast cancer is something that's so easily treatable but if it's not caught in time it's deadly you know so i just bring out breast cancer awareness i wear pink i wear the breast cancer ribbons and just you know we're also going to donate five percent of all the net profit of bad promotions to breast cancer that's pretty. That's a that's a that's an incredible thing you're doing, man. That's really awesome. Really awesome. Uh, Blake Davis is going to be fighting at the at Gulfstream Park Sport of Kings Theater coming up on the 17th. That's this upcoming Friday. You guys got Wayne's at Frankie Sports Girl. You guys know we've done some things there. It's an awesome place. So you guys can go check out the show there uh, as well. Uh, Jesse, what do you think as far as the the outlook for for Blake this upcoming year? You guys, uh, the first year it went absolutely smoothly. What are you looking for in year two? Well, I'm looking for Blake to explode this year. He's going to get uh, consistent fights. We're going to do uh, consistent promotions at the um, Cup Screen. And we're just looking to do some big things. You know, fighting game is serious business. And uh, Blake has the charisma. He has the talent. He has the look. He will be a star. We were planning to make him a superstar. So we just want to nurture his career and move him slowly and do the right thing. You how is as a few, Blake? Because I know, uh, you know, talking to a lot of young fighters, that's, a, that's always such a – uh, a tough thing because you do have to have this this build up and get your record up and you have uh, that slow climb. Are you are you trying to em- embrace all of that that comes with it and, and the lessons that come from fight to fight or you know as a guy who's had a lot of stuff that you've built very fast with a big following coming fast and, and big crowds that have come fast. Uh, does that make you kind of want to go into the fire of like you know huge arenas and all that kind of stuff uh to to come quickly but knowing that also you also have to get uh you know you have to, you have to put time in as a, as a professional as well 
Of course. Well, you know, I'm a, I still have a lot of learning to do. Like I said, I started when I was 18, so I'm pretty much still a baby in the game. I've learned very fast. Um, so, you know, we're in no rush, but, you know, we're in, um, you know, increasing the competition with each fight and just stepping up and constantly learning and getting better. And we're building ourselves to a world title, you know, don't know how fast we'll get there, but, you know, that's where we're trying to get. And when people come to watch you uh, in action, like you have a fight that goes down perfect in your mind. I know everybody, you got to be prepared for everything. You got to be well-rounded and everything. But uh, your bread and butter, like what is the thing that you, you love as a, if a fight is executed to, to perfection and it goes the way you want to go? What, is a, what are the, the weapons you like unleashing on an opponent? Well, I have a great jab. I have a strong right hand. I have a strong left hand to the body. You know, I pretty much got a full arsenal, uh, wicked uppercut. Um, you know, I, I'm just very heavy-handed, you know, with both hands, raw power in both hands. So, obviously, the goal is to just put my opponent down and, and call, it, call it an early night, you know. Absolutely. Um, before we get out of here, guys, uh, last, last messages for those last few tickets that are out there for Gulfstream, uh, Sport of Kings Theater. What do you want to let people know? It's going to be one of the best events, but most entertaining box events you've been to. You know, we got the robot. We got beautiful ring girls. The, we got a little arcade with old school fight games. You know, it's a beautiful theater. Um, it's just going to it's gonna be ran the right way. It's going to be it's bad promotions, high class boxing and entertainment. John, anything you want to let people know? Yeah, you know, um, Blake is obviously the main attraction, and he's going to be the main attraction. But also on the card, we have a two-time world champion female, Marine Shea. Wow. Yeah, she's coming back, too. She's on her road back to a uh, super bantamweight championship that she's looking to and uh, capture again. Uh, David Estrada, who's a former BKB world champion. He's been in the ring with uh, Andre Berto and Jose uh, Soto Carras. Uh, he's on the card. We also have Rafael Akbajori who's a six foot ten basketball player from the University of Miami playing uh, Mike Ford or, uh, playing <laughs> fighting Mike Ford who is a former USF footballer so wow. we got basketball against football Very cool. and you know you can't play boxing absolutely absolutely well guys thanks so much for the time I appreciate you guys stepping in it's been good to finally get to do this Blake and uh, looking forward to the fight this coming week thank, thank you Brennan thank thanks, you Brandon. so much Brennan